I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Let's go, let's go, come on. Let's be clear. Shrine of duty. You're being interviewed today as a witness, not as a suspect. The official, unofficial podcast. My team will get to the root of anything. Shrine of duty. Hi and welcome to Shrine of Duty, the officially unofficial Line of Duty podcast. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. And over the next eight weeks, we're going to be talking about everything to do with Line of Duty, because basically we're obsessed with it. It's so exciting. I can't believe it's back next week. I know. All things AC12. Um, So, guys, you guys have been fans of Line of Duty for way longer than I have. A while now, though. I, I'm not an original. Like, I'm not. No. I haven't been a fan since 2012. No. Okay. I'm a Netflix fan. So, I'm one of those people who watched Bodyguard first and <gasps> was told to watch Line of Duty afterwards. Yes, the same writer. So, you guys were obviously the other way around. Yeah. It really upsets me in the promos for the new season, the way they go line of duty from the makers, makers of bodyguard. bodyguard I feel exactly the same I'm like how dare if you're only coming to Jed and Mercurio after the bodyguard it's a bit of a like, I'm that person guys bodyguard by the makers of line of duty because yeah. it's 10 times better yeah I agree it is um, and by better I mean more complex and <laughs> confusing and dialogue heavy so Yes, I learned that the hard way. I watched the first season. You know when you're kind of cleaning your room and you have Netflix on in the background? I oh. sure didn't have a clue. I had to put subtitles on and watch it again. You need to pay attention. And then I had to read an article to tell me what happened in it and then watch a recap. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I had to re- I'm in the middle of rewatch. I'm nearly finished rewatching it all. And I didn't take in 99% of the stuff that happened in the first <laughs> yeah. round. No, yes. Honestly, like it all went over my head. Yeah, entirely over my head as well. Um, so for anyone else who needs a bit of a catch up before season five, episode one, this we're, is where you're going to get it. We're essentially doing this for ourselves. Absolutely. Like I was yes. reading stuff today that I've now watched twice and it's still a surprise to me. Um, so yeah, I'm doing this for myself. <laughs> that happened to me today as well. Yeah. I was doing my homework and I was like, what? Did she, did that happen? There's <laughs> all these people. I'm like, remember them? I forgot they were in Oh, it. I had to Google people. I had to get images up. I didn't know who anyone was. So anyway, maybe we're not the best people to be doing a podcast on this show, but we love it. We love it. And that is why we're here in a room together talking yes. about it. Um, we've also got an email address. So like each week when the season starts back, if you want to email us, shrineofduty at gmail.com. We like, want to know all your theories yeah all those weird observations anything a bit juicy that we might have missed because we do miss a few things or just you know when you want to just chat to someone about a show just chat to us yeah do you know when you're sweating to be like I just can't wait to talk about that theory or can't believe that happened and no one else in your house is watching it that is what that gmail is for so just get in touch and at shrine of duty on twitter as well and shrine of duty on instagram 
all covered. I mean, we really just... All over your social channels. The second channels. we came up with the name, it was just all over there. Let's just give her credit. Thanks, Rebecca thanks. came up Reb. with the name. It the is name. absolutely brilliant. I saw that uh, the Walking Dead podcast is called The Talking Dead. Yes. So I was like, listen, that's key. you need to keep it within the name, don't you? Yeah. The official Instagram account for the BBC did follow us on Instagram today, so they know about the name. I'm sweating about Do you that. think they're having conversations about how good that name is? Do you think Jed Mercurio knows? Maybe. You have called this podcast a Listen, Jed, give me a ring. Okay. Give us a job, look, okay? Yeah. We don't have a clue what's going on in the show, but we'll help you write the next season. Um, obviously, it goes without saying that there will be spoilers throughout this entire podcast. So if you haven't watched it and you want to watch it without spoilers... You should probably go and do that now. Get um, off this podcast and go and watch it. One, season one to four is on Netflix, yeah. isn't it? Or Yeah, it is, yeah. Or if you haven't watched it and you haven't got time to watch it, Hannah, you're up. Season one. Okay, bear with me now because this is probably the most difficult TV show to summarise onto one page that <laughs> I've ever had to do. There's vast amounts of information cut out. <laughs> I look. Okay, so I'm going to try and summarise season one. So it aired in June 2012. It's just five episodes. So the amount of information that's in these five episodes. So we meet DC Steve Arnott. He's played by Martin Compton. He is refusing to cover up a counter-terrorist police raid that goes wrong and is transferred as punishment to AC-12, which is headed up by Superintendent Ted Hastings, played by Adrian Dunbar. Do we all remember that? That's the very basic premise of this. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a long time ago. Well, I was like, oh my God, do you remember why Steve ended yeah. up in AC-12? <laughs> like a shock. I watched it about two weeks ago. So the first case um, he has given is to investigate DCI Tony Gates, who is Lenny James, and he's just been made Officer of the Year. But he's been suspected of laddering, which is basically... Um, putting loads of crimes onto one person to make uh, to one person that you've already convicted I think that's what it is to make it look like you've solved more cases than okay. you have right so they're investigating him for that and Kate Fleming who's played by Vicky McClure is also on the case she's the inside woman on Gates teams right now this is where it gets so complicated and I'm going to try and summarise it in six bullet points okay. so just bear with me okay Gates is having an affair with his ex-fiance Jackie Laverty do we remember her we do, we do yeah. Queen Runs over a dog, turns out to be her again. <laughs> oh my god! Right. So she comes over to his house, ball and crying, being like, "Help me cover it up." You know, I ran over a dog. Blah blah blah. A couple episodes later, no, she very purposely ran over the accountant. He helps her cover it up by saying, "No, the poor guy." This is, and yeah. also, sorry if you've watched Bodyguard and you haven't watched Line of Duty. This is Anne Sampson. Yeah, yeah, the queen, <laughs> queen. She is. I adore. Yeah. Pay attention. We've loads to get through. Sorry. So. He helps her cover it up by staging a break-in. Later on, he's actually working on the case as well, so he deletes a missing persons file for that accountant in the office. But Arnis has eyeballs on him and he sees him doing something, so he's kind of clocked onto him, right? So Arnis then figures out that Gates and Laverty are riding, basically, because um, he speaks to a waitress that sees them having breakfast. And he also clocks that a number of recent break-ins we're in the kind of town they're working in where are properties that she owned, okay? Right. So, he's trying to get to the bottom of it, but all of a sudden, she's murdered. That was shocking. Shocking. Remember that? Yeah. Shocking. And her house is really glam. Her house is so glam. So, she's <laughs> murdered. Gates is there at the time. They're having their affair, but the murderers knock him out, rub his fingerprints all over the yes. night and leg it. Do you remember this? Yeah. He's now in the house. Arnott's on the way over. There's two whiskey glasses. He's woken up now. There's two whiskey glasses on a table. He's freaking out because he's like, if the police get here, see two whiskey glasses. Hello, I'm, I'm already here. here. Or someone's here. Cover is blown. Yeah. So he takes the whiskey glass that links him to the crime. Um, 
Blah, blah, blah. A couple of episodes later, he's brought to a warehouse, shown Laverty's body, which is in a freezer. In the freezer. In the Remember deep this? freeze. In the deep freeze. Shown the knife and has basically said, Remember by that little shit, that kid, Ryan? Yeah. A terrifying character. Sliding around him? on his bike. Yeah, he's about eight. So intimidating. So he's basically told, We have the murder weapon, with your prints all over, we have her body. If you don't now work for Tommy, you're screwed. So he's now being blackmailed, right? Three more bullet points were nearly there. In the meantime, Arna quits his job because he's upset of all of the stuff that went on with the counter terrorist case that he's now getting blamed for it. Yeah. So he quit. Um, but he's quickly back on the case when Fleming connects Gates and Laverty via Gates' children's school fees. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? So yes. she does some investigating and she's like, Laverty are paying for your kids to go to this mad expensive school. That's the connection with the money. Yep. So Arna's like, right, I'm back in. I'm addicted to this now. I'll help you. Now, we actually haven't spoken about Gates' two kind of henchmen in the job. One of them is Nigel Morton. Do you remember he's kind of two lads he working for him? The, he walks with a exactly, walking stick. That's exactly it. Nigel does. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he cops that. Do you remember he spits in the back of her head? He cops that Fleming is the mole because she's on the two phones the cover is blown and yes. he spits in the back of her head oh you could nearly get sick it is disgusting it is, yeah. Yeah. so um, her cover is blown now she's out of there Gates then tricks Arnett to come to a warehouse where he's tortured but rescues him last minute Arnett then we're at, in the last couple of scenes here and it gets brilliant so Arnett convinces Hastings to use Gates to get to Tommy yeah they put a tap on Tommy's phone and trace him to a golf club. Now, throughout the whole of season one, we've been hearing whispers of the caddy, the, the caddy. caddy, the caddy. Yeah. All of a sudden, here we are at the golf club, right? Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, so Gates gets Tommy into a car and they're driving down the main road. Gates knows there's no way out for him. Tommy's kind of got him like backed into a corner. So he hops out of the truck in the middle of the nowhere, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a road. DCI Arnett is there. Kate Fleming is there. And he says to Arnett, and this is my favourite line of the whole series. He's like, I have to die in the line of duty in order for his family to, to guess. get the money from the cops. So he basically throws himself in front of a van. Gone. Shocking. That was shocking. also so Absolutely shocking. Absolutely shocking. I didn't see it coming at no. all. So to wind up that season then, Matthew Cotton, who's the other kind of henchman for Gates, and he's been there in the background of all the seasons. And when you dot. rewatch it, dot, exactly, you start to see little dodgy things that he's been doing throughout. Tommy's then on the side of the road. Cotton pulls him into the back of an ambulance and Tommy reveals Cotton to be the caddy. He was the inside man all along. It was never Gates. It was never Arnest. It was never anyone else. And that is the end of season one. It gets wrapped up in an epilogue where we find out that Tommy is put into witness protection. The case against Gates is dropped and Arnett is acquitted of all his charges. Well done. Now, was that well a good summary? My mouth's dry. That's a that really was, good summary. I, I forgot So much stuff. happens. Did we, I think it got a bit confusing there, but no. that is honestly not my fault. I try my best. There's a lot. There's a lot in it. And that's only six episodes. No, I love Cotton so much. Yeah, he, he's a great character. He is a great character. Isn't he? So I've tried to summarise season two in a similar yeah. way to the way you've done Your one. Your page okay? is shorter than mine, It's shorter Brandon. because, and I'll tell you why it's shorter, because I've basically stripped out every subplot. Yeah. Every red herring. There's a lot of red. There's yeah. so much, right? So this is just to give you a very vague overview of okay. what happens in season two. So in season one, there was five episodes. In season two, it goes to six episodes. Introducing my favourite Queen of the world Character And one of my favourite actresses DCI Lindsay Denton Played by Keely Hawes Like Obsessed with her Right Um, So the whole story here is um, At the very last minute uh, DCI Lindsay Denton uh, Agrees to uh, help arrange The transfer Of someone who was in witness protection Now who's in witness protection? Who's in witness protection? It's our pal Tommy from season one 
So, while in convoy, they're ambushed and everyone is killed except for Lindsay Denton. Suspicious. So, Ted Hastings in AC12 asks Kate and Steve to investigate. As Steve tells Kate, you push from the inside, I push from the outside. Oh, Brandon, you put quotes in yours. You could have told us to oh, do yeah, the same. Make a show of us now. Homework. You know those people well, no, you're like, you studied for the test. That just pops out in my head. He says that. He says that in a few. Right, proceed. <laughs> proceed. <laughs> um... So, Lindsay Denton ends up locked up uh, where she's boiling oh, water poured over her hands. Remember that was that. awful. Awful. Now, also, continuity, they recovered very lively, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> she is uh, boiling water poured over her hands by prison wardens who've obviously heard that she's probably responsible for the deaths of several police officers in that ambush. Oh, I forgot why, yeah. 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 Um, Lindsay Denton gets let out of prison to see her dying mother, but her prison van ends up being run off the road while they're on the way back, right? Like... Couldn't this, breathe when that happened. This scene is really creepy. <laughs> so two legit but corrupt police officers oh, yeah, pretend to help her. This is so twisted. Mm. They pretended to help her and be like, oh, you know, you're technically, because she fell out of the van and they're like, oh, you're technically, you know, broken out of prison. And she's like, yeah, just phone it in and we'll tell them we'll, we'll go back. And they're like, oh, no, 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 get in. And they shove her in the oh, boot of this car and they take her to like a multi-story car park somewhere. She ends up getting away from them Um but only after one of them kills the other officer. So she rams her car up against the... Traps the other cop up against the wall using the car. Using her car, yeah. Gets him to, like, record, like, a, a last, you know, dying confession. Right. Dying declaration. Yeah. Yes. Dying declaration. And then she heads off. She was so amazing in this season. So Seriously. amazing. She's such an amazing character. Because she didn't get to smile once. Do you know no. what I mean? You could feel, you feel the weight sad of it all. Oh but she's so tough, but you f- there's a sadness about her. So she's torn so, yeah. all the time. So through all the twists and turns, it ends up that Lindsay was in on the ambush, but only to a certain extent. She took the money to help cover the cost of her dying mother's nursing home, but she didn't know everyone was going to be killed. Um, as with all Line of Duty storylines, it's very complex. Yes. All this, plus... Kate writing the dead officer's husband. <laughs> oh, I forgot, oh, about, she, I forgot about She initially said, so Ted asked them to investigate and Kate went, oh, I can't investigate this because, because yeah. I was training with her, with, with was the, it Acres? Was that, yeah? Was, yeah. yeah okay. But it turns out she was training with her, but she was having an affair with, with her husband. husband. Can I just ask real quick, is she separated from her husband in this show or are they together? I don't together? know. Because she was sleeping she, in her car at one stage yeah. and she has to visit her son. son I, I don't know yeah. if it's being made what very I clear. What I find interesting is, right, just for a sub, plot moment we've never met her husband no no, but and I find that quite juicy mm. season f- five yeah. yeah we're going to see a lot more of their personal lives apparently so I'd say it's coming in I'm like are you a balaclava man <laughs> oh so back. also from season two uh Missing Carly Kirk. Oh my god, yes. yes. Forgot about her. Mike Dryden getting a blowy in the car from Carly Kirk. <laughs> no, that was rotten. I know. Lindsay Denton's affair with Mike Dryden. Yeah. yeah. And Lindsay Denton's abortion. Oh my god, I forgot about yes. that. Yes. That all feeds back into it. So at the end of season two, Lindsay Denton is jailed for life for conspiracy to murder, and Matthew Dot, the caddy cotton, <laughs> is asked to remain on as an AC twelve officer. So I actually haven't watched season two in a while and my homework was to recap season one and season three and I couldn't for the life of me figure out why Dot was now working with AC12. <laughs> yeah. I was like, am I gone mad? Ted How was basically like, up? you did a great job, fella. Would you stay on? But now, oh God, now I'm a bit suspicious about Ted hiring him. That's dodgy, yeah. isn't it? Go on. Now, my wrap-up of season three isn't as concise as that, Brendan. That was brilliant, but we'll get there. So season three aired in March 2014. It was six episodes again. So AC12 are back on the case when Sergeant Danny Waldron shoots a suspect in cold blood and forces the rest of his team to cover up for him. Do you remember that? 
Yeah. Do you remember him? Yeah. He, he, uh, the thing about his character was they really heavily promoted him. So he was on the front cover of, of Radio Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the and, and the mad thing was he doesn't stick around for too long, as you will tell us now. Absolutely. <laughs> so he attends the funeral of the victim, follows another one of the mourners home and shoots him as well. So it's just a bloodbath straight into season three. So basically he implies that the two men he killed were part of a group who abused him as a child, which is um, San's view. Yeah. Uh, and and addresses a list of names which includes Tommy so all the way back to season one and for apparently Jeb Mercurio writes episode by episode he doesn't write things ahead he doesn't have a big storyline so the fact that these things are all feeding back in is mental Um, so he addresses a list of names which are the two lads he killed and Tommy to iron it puts it in an envelope before he's shot in the neck by a member of his team so that is where this season kind of kicks in so Waldron is dead as you said in the first episode gone yeah Yeah. Um, so Bent Copper uh, Cotton will later on steal this list and it'll come back up to basically cause loads of drama. So, meanwhile, Lindsay Denton is up in court for conspiracy to murder Tommy. Artin is called in as a witness. She claims they had sex. Remember that? The drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I um, really wish they did do it. They did not have sex. Did they, they didn't. No, yes. I think there's a they, bit of heavy, heavy petting. Petting. Oh, heavy petting. I kind of wanted them to be together, like. Yeah, yeah, and she's gone now. Yeah. I was going to say you never know, but she's shot dead at the end of this season, so we do know. <laughs> she killed the bodyguard, so. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we know that, though. Anyway, uh, so she eventually got off not guilty um, and turns up at AC12 claiming to have footage of her and Arna having sex, right? So that is a subplot, so we leave that there for now. So AC12 are investigating the Waldron team, and as Fleming expects, they're covering up his murder. Um, so basically, this results in another PC called Rod Kennedy's body being found hanged in a warehouse. Uh, the The remaining members of the team are then claiming that Kennedy killed Waldron to cover it all up but AC12 are basically like this is all too do you know what I mean it's too easy we're not explaining this away so throughout the whole season Cotton is doing loads of dodgy stuff building um, building it up to basically the fact that Arnott is the caddy so that's a massive part of this season he eventually gets Baines who is a member of Waldron's team to confess to murdering Waldron uh, on the demands of a secret contact who ends up being Cotton so since season one this guy has basically been weaving his way into AC12 weaving his way through the police team and doing whatever he wanted so AC12 are now conducting different interviews with people who could be connected to this child abuse at Sands now this is one thing I want to talk about for a second Arnett and Hastings go and visit former Vice Chief Inspector Superintendent Fairbank. Mm. Yeah. And Arnett watches Hastings shake hands with Fairbank and claims it to be a Masonic handshake. Yeah. And this whole, this kind of brought up the whole thing of is Hastings involved? Does it go all the way to the top? Is he H? So it all started in this season mm-hmm. with this handshake, which is a moment. And it makes me feel sick because I love Adrian Dunbar so much. And if he turns out to be evil, I'll just be devastated. He's. I kind of fancy him a little bit. As I well. kind of do as well. Uh, no. Yeah, but as he's character, so good because he's just you feel yeah. like Brendan. he's so inherently like to the good. letter of the law. Like yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah he's so inherently yes, good. That's just how, how I see him. I'm like, you are the hero, and now I'm like, are you evil? But that's what's so good about this: the way you're made question everything. everything. No one's one safe. Next. You don't know what's going to happen next. So. Continuing on in season three, Cotton blackmails his old friend Morton to get a phone and a SIM card off him that proves his true identity as the caddy. Martin hands it over, but they turn out to be fakes. He still has the original um, phone and SIM. Uh, 
Arna then decides to team up with Lindsay Denton because he is the only person he she's the only person he can think of that might be able to help him overthrow Cotton. Uh, they're on the hunt for Waldron's list. Denton gets her hands on the list after tricking Arna. Remember this? Yeah. Cotton finds out that Denton hands the list. Holds her at gunpoint in Arnett's car. She quickly manages to email it to Hastings in the most tense scene of probably the howl for hear a pin drop. Hastings uses the list as proof to address Fairbanks, but Lindsay Denton is shot dead in DC Arnett's car by Cotton. Cotton. So Cotton is killed Denton in Arnett's car, which he is still. So Cotton Arna is then arrested. He also plants evidence in his gym bag and claims that Walden's note to Arna contained a little golf tee confirming Arna is a caddy. So yeah. this whole season is basically Cotton building up more and more evidence to have Arna thrown in prison, basically. Um, Fleming has been working as a double undercover for AC3 throughout this whole season. She rats Cotton out. She and Hastings pull his claims apart. And during an interview, oh my God, you remember this bit? During an interview where Cotton is being interviewed by Fleming and Hastings in AC12, he sends three texts. Yes. The texts say, removals, talk, and ride and all of a sudden one of the armed officers in the interview room turns around shoots the other one dead throws cotton a gun the whole place is shot to bits he runs out there's a getaway car outside and he's gone it Lads. is absolutely it's incredible your television yeah so just before hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Season three wraps. Kay Fleming hops in a car. She follows him. She's flying down the road after him and shots are fired at her. In a last attempt at being a good person, Cotton jumps in front of her, takes the bullets for her, saves her life. And as he is lying on the ground, she records his dying declaration, which admits that Fairbank was involved with the Sandsview and all the paedophilia and puts him in jail for 10 years. It is literally, you just be left staring at the blank screen out of breath after that. Um, the season ends with Fleming awarded and promoted to sergeant. Morton retires and full pension gets away with it all Denton is buried no one attends her funeral and Arnett is exonerated of all of the charges brought against him so that was season 3 
I felt so sorry for Steve being framed during that. Oh my god! Yeah. Because you just are like, how is he going to get out? It's just scary. It was isn't too it? much. Yeah. It was just mounting evidence against That's him. That's it. Because it's the shooting in the car. It's him going around with Lindsay Denton. The fact that he denied down to the ground that they did Anthony, and she turns up with the recording, and he did. So he's been proved lying. Then they zip open the gym bag, and all the stuff is in I there. Know. And you're just like, how is he going to get away with it? He so could have nearly got done. Do you ever have those like panicked thoughts? You're like, what if someone framed? me for something I didn't do yeah yeah horrific like that's scary happened. isn't it and yeah. Dot's final moments when he saved Kate's life and you know they had an, they were kind of was well, it almost he... verging on the on romance he was inviting her over to the apartment a yeah. couple of times and he was lonely and she was lonely and there was a bit of romance there for a while wasn't there yeah yeah you do he does redeem himself slightly yes. obviously yeah you're, you're like, like you're so evil but there is when he's dying you feel for him and when he does that little declaration and she's leaning down and getting it into the phone like it is a bit of a heart also strings, I would have gone to Lindsay Denton's funeral if I'd known when it was on same yeah how did no one go so it was literally she only had her and her mom. do you know what I mean and the cat and the cat and the cat yeah um, she made a glorious return the bodyguards she did at another glorious exit <laughs> uh, Rebecca season BBC. 4 bring us up to speed um, so you guys did excellent homework um, I went on Google and I found this really great article on the BBC <laughs> website and it's called All You Need to Know to Get Up to Speed for Series 5 of Line of Duty oh, I'll us. just cut across you and credit Wikipedia massively oh, for yeah. what I did there Same. as in lifted it's so complicated that you have to I have to I'm not saying you do it's I so do complicated well. so I need to watch it twice <laughs> then I need to read a Guardian review and then I need to find to a, tell you how you feel what Jed said to explain after <laughs> yeah like, what that meant oh my god that could be a new what feature Jed what, what Jed, Jed said. said okay we'll do that next week right, what Jed down. said right. oh actually I have a few quotes from what Jed said so maybe we'll oh, do that later on nice. the episode great. Perfect. Okay, great okay um, okay so uh, season four of Line of Duty aired in 2017. So we've had to wait two years two for years. season five. Like, it's not as long as you think it would be when you consider how complicated the scripts are. Well, see, he went off and did bodyguard in the middle of exactly. all that. So He's a busy man. He, he is, is very busy. busy. Um, so the storyline followed DS Kate Fleming, DS Steve Arnott, and Superintendent Ted Hastings, my <laughs> Bay. favourite, <laughs> Bay, as they investigate the actions of DCI Roz Huntley, played by... Sandy Newton. Oh my God, it's the Arm series. It is the Arm series. I'm so glad I got to summarise this one because I just, th- that whole Arm situation. Was. It makes me giddy even though it's awful, so I'm sorry if I It laugh. was just, I just shocking. I just that they um, Sandy Newton's arm off. So, <laughs> Hannah, wait for the synopsis. So uh, the BBC article has one t- about 10 bullet points um, and it's written beautifully, so I'm going to read it out for you guys and I might change one or two words so it's not complete <laughs> copy and paste. Um, I actually can't credit the author because it's, it's a generic login there's no thank you to the BBC for this show thank you BBC for Line of Duty and for this particular article synopsis under pressure to catch a serial killer DCI Ross Huntley could do without forensic coordinator Tim Ifield played by Jason Watkins questioning the evidence against the suspect sorry I love that she could do without us (laughs) she could do without without you (laughs) so um Ifield takes his concerns to AC12 and Kate Fleming goes undercover to investigate Huntley of course she does Suspecting that Ifield has basically ratted her out, Hunty confronts him at his home. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. How could we forget? Um, so Huntley returns to work with a concealed hand injury <laughs> and Ifield... <laughs> <laughs> Ifield is then discovered dead with three fingers amputated. Oh, that was manky. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember she couldn't lift him? <laughs> God. <laughs> Taking charge of the crime scene, Huntley implicates Ifield in another murder. The other murder. Her husband refuses to confirm her alibi and then he falls oh God, the under husband. suspicion himself. Do you remember when she punched oh, the husband at the end? I, the husband was so she shady. Was it was battered. obviously so deliberately shady. written that way. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's Balaclava, man. Red herring. <laughs> Um, then a man in a balaclava, speaking mm. of balaclavas, throws Steve Arnott down a flight oh of stairs. Oh my God, the wheelchair this season makes me giddy, but it's actually awful. It was awful. Um, so Huntley then has to have her hand amputated. And she's... <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's so, no, it's not funny, but it, it was just funny. so dramatic. Yeah. Like, it's just because I can't believe they so did it. So she had this... She basically had a bite mark on her arm that got so infected, it basically got gangrene and she had to get it removed. <laughs> the way you said gangrene. <laughs> Sorry. It's because... Um, the, the, the wound was getting so infected yes, and it had sexist. MRSA in it and basically uh, Ifield had one of those bugs in his mouth and his saliva. That's how they Ugh. linked the two of them together. Oh, is it? Yeah, so his... I haven't, I've so only watched the season once. And his bite on her arm was... His DNA was in the... Do you get me? Oh. That's why she wouldn't go and get the antibiotics and yeah. stuff for she wouldn't she go like to the hospital. So basically her around. arm was like, the, not a murder weapon, but it was a huge piece of evidence. So she just <laughs> hoped Do you remember when she woke up and it was gone? Yeah, no. That would, like, like, I actually have got <laughs> <to> say, <laughs> I actually can't. No, but I honestly, that is so scary. Imagine like, like waking up and you've been amputated with, like against your will. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it was, yeah, it was against her will as well. Um, So sorry, uh, Steve Arnott's thrown down a flight of stairs. Uh, Huntley has her arm amputated and she's arrested for killing Tim Ifield. Her solicitor is found to be linked to Balaclava Man, as is Huntley's boss. Totally forgot this. Assistant Chief Constable Derek Hilton. Derek. Derek Hilton, dodgy character. Um, a recording of Cotton's deathbed declaration reveals he was promoted by a corrupt copper whose name oh begins God. with H. It makes me just So say. this is where the questions start. Is this the newly deceased Hilton? Or could it be our beloved Ted Hastings? I mean, I will read, I will riot in the streets. Yeah. So the epilogue at the uh, very end of the episode reveals that Roz was sentenced to 10 years for Ifield's manslaughter and the cover-up. She and Nick are still married, apparently. Shocking. Lakewell pleaded guilty to perverting the course of justice, but he declined witness protection and he refused to testify. Michael Farmer was released without charge. That was uh, the guy who was originally arrested yeah, for the crime the young guy yeah. oh my god the young guy and yeah. they tried to set him up yeah. yeah and the regulation 15 order against Hastings was dropped and Hastings remains in charge of AC12 good man Ted that was a really great synopsis thank that you was BBC brilliant. Well thank done. you so much that was the best of all the ones that we had so there we are now up, they, up to speed they put two um, they put two little uh, bullet points at the end of their synopsis they're like shocking moments Huntley and Ifield's fight in the apartment yeah, that yeah. was shocking. That was shocking. But, like it looked like they were going to hire Tandy Newton and then kill her. Yeah, it was it really episode. pointed towards her being yeah. killed. Yeah, um, Arnott being attacked was also shocking and memorable dialogue, uh, which was said by Ted Hastings. Please do it in the accent, please. I can't do it. Go on, Irish accent. Go on, just do it. This is beginning to feel like. <laughs> 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 I'll try again. Just do it. Go on for a, bo- for a bonus point. <laughs> this is beginning to feel like life's work. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, season four, it left us all wondering the true identity of the killer balaclava man and uh, contemplate whether Superintendent Ted Hastings is corrupt. Oh, please, no. The network of bent coppers revealed itself to be even larger and more complex than AC12 could have ever imagined. Now, yes. did we not find out who balaclava man was? 
No? There's there's several balaclava yeah, men. It's a great there's now a gang. So we... D- but, but Tim Ifield was one balaclava man. He was wearing a balaclava when he allegedly. But he. What, but we we don't know. We if don't that know if that was a copycat oh. or if he was. You know, we don't. Okay. So, yeah, we okay, don't know. So we don't know. It's we're, unclear. Yeah, we're going into season five. Like, presume when we're going to find out what the crack is with the balaclavas yeah. because we don't know. Okay, so that's one to four up to date. Predictions <laughs> for season five. Right. Well, I have done a little bit of homework on this as well. Me too. Oh, go on. Yeah. Um. I listened to an interview yeah. that uh, Vicky McClure did with... Oh, I can't find my homework now. Listen to an interview that Vicky McClure and Martin Comston did. Is that how you pronounce the second name? Com- so, Comston. Yeah. Guys, he's Scottish. Also, so, sorry. Can we just yeah. stop and talk about this for a second? Yeah, I can't. I saw him do an interview with Lorraine and oh, he's Lorraine. Scottish. And so oh, she. <laughs> um, I nearly collapsed when I heard him talk. Yeah. Well, same. you were listening to an interview. God, you swear we worked for the BBC. We really don't. But you were listening to an it's interview. Six music. Oh, with six music. Lauren Laverne. And I got an email in capital letters telling me to tune in now that Martin comes to the Scottish. <laughs> and he lives in Las Vegas. He, yeah, he lives in Vegas. Um, he's but he's so like glam. really Scottish. That yeah. accent in Line of Duty is like faultless. Yeah, I've yeah. gone back and watched it a few times. Like, it really is an amazing accent. It never even falters. No. You wouldn't have a clue. Um, yeah, so what I wanted to say there is that this is the first time AC12 are going after a criminal gang yeah. and not going after one of their own. And the reason they're going after the gang is that it's a gang that the police are heavily involved with and heavily linked to it and there's lots of corrupt officers working with them. Okay. But the biggest villain in this season is going to be Stephen Graham. Absolutely can't wait. Uh, his character is John Corbett and he is the kind of the crime boss. So it's the first time they're really going after a criminal, which is kind of exciting. So they're not looking at themselves from the offset. Not so much, but I think there's obviously going to be a lot that comes out. But the balaclava men seem to be linked with Stephen Graham's group. And there's obviously going to be police kind of balaclava men in there. kind of controlling them as well. And I'd say by going from the way the last four seasons have gone, it it will obviously link itself back into stuff that's already happened. Oh, flawlessly. You know, we still, Jackie Laverty's body... Still has never been found. And Samson. Only, only... Um, Are you... Hasn't No. No, she's still no, missing. No, sorry. They moved her body from the deep freeze in the warehouse... Into that... And into... Do you remember the flat... The guy's freezer. The guy in the... Yeah, in his flat. Remember that little shit Ryan? Yeah. yeah. But it gap. hasn't been found, has it? No. No, so she... I don't so think so. There are a lot of unanswered... Um, yeah. You know, plots Whether or not and, they plots. get tied up or not. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the trailer for season yes. five is... List. Absolutely lit. Yeah. I think we could say that. There's a shot of Ted Hastings standing in a prison cell. There's a couple of shots of Ted Hastings now. And they're doing it on purpose. So I think there's too many shots of Ted. And they deliberately show him when they ask questions like, oh, it's time to look at the top man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you doing this to throw me? Apparently, um, he didn't realise that he was going to be put under, you know, suspicion um, (laughs) until the last couple of scenes when they were filming for Series 4. Is he right? And he was like, you get to jet. Like, he was really annoyed. Um, But he did say in an interview, like, obviously, you know, Vicky and um, Martin are they're very tight-lipped about the plot um, but in an interview <laughs> Dunbar said that he get, he gave a little nugget of information he said there's something going on with him that will be explored his personal life is in focus again he'll find himself under scrutiny scrutiny? scrutiny the word? scrutiny, scrutiny. Cru- Jesus! <laughs> I hate when this happens he'll find himself under scrutiny remember when we found out a bit about him was it last season and uh, he's living in the flat separated from the wife yeah 
So there was a little bit up to his neck in debt. Up, up to, to his, his neck. neck. I think the wife eyeball. could be making an appearance in series five. Well, that's kind of what it sounds like, doesn't yeah. it? Because she threw him out for gambling. He tried to book a holiday. Remember? Yeah, she was yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, "Come on, we go on this holiday." And then she ended up leaving him or something. Do you remember yeah. that? Wasn't that it? So in the trailer for series five, it says that three police officers were murdered in a hijacking. Yeah. Um. There's a whole gang of balaclava men, and the big unanswered question hangs: Who is H? Who is the shadowy? police insider with direct command of a network of criminals oh I can't cope so, like the, but the thing is here is it, it, it you're kind of going it's too obviously Hastings that you'll just write you'll just dismiss it and go nah it will never be they won't do it it's too obvious but we've seen in Line of Duty before and in Bodyguard that he just goes do you know what I will do that yeah, yeah. talk to you you're gone so or like you're, you're literally on the edge of your seat because you don't know what way it's going to go there was a shot at the end of series 4 that showed a lot of people who H could have been and there's loads of characters with the second name beginning with H okay. and also I've been reading um, theories going around that people think Kate Fleming so Vicky McClure's middle name is H okay so this is what I'm wow. thinking there's all this talk all this focus on Ted the two people nobody well I say nobody I haven't suspected once are Kate and Steve not um, once would it be Never. fair to say that to make this shocking does it need to be, like it can't really be someone that we don't know you can't just yeah it needs to be somebody that's been in the background all the time what's that character's name I really like her the one that tried to sleep with Ted mm, no I don't no. think she did um, she came into it in season 2 <laughs> helped um, Dot cover up the letter the fact that the letter was in the envelope oh she works in the office yeah yeah she went on maternity leave didn't she oh did she oh yeah yeah she's I, coming back this I season apparently love her we need to and find out her like name a really good person it could be somebody of her sort of like stature you know someone that's yeah. there I feel like it has to be someone that's there because they built up to it so much it can't just be someone yeah. that they just bring in or someone that's so high up we have no connection to them imagine if it was Kate or Steve I'll have a heart attack I would have a heart attack um, Steve aka what's his name Steve Arnott Martin Compton Martin Compton yeah. Yeah. yeah he said in an interview that this series is definitely the scariest and he said that the script is immense oh my god this, the trailer does look scary. There's a lot of guns in this and a lot of violence and action straight away. And I think that comes from going up against a massive crime gang. And sorry, can we just for a second talk about Stephen Graham coming into this? I am so excited. I absolutely, ever since this is England, the fact that he's re, you know, he's going to be on a show again with LOL, Vicky McClure, they keep saying. Martin Compton and Vicky McClure seem to be doing the rounds on interviews and they keep saying when Stephen Graham comes on set that it's a different ball game, that he just brings a different level and I just can't wait. Like, I'm so excited. It's going to be incredible. And he's got a gorgeous accent. They've also said that this season's going to go way more into all of their personal lives. So we're going to find out a lot more about their home lives, their backgrounds and all that. Show me Vicky's husband. Show me Vicky's husband. Did show me Vicky's have a girl? house. Yeah. <laughs> was an show Irish. me Vicky's kid. Oh, we have you seen the kid? I thought you were going to say show me Vicky's kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. I would mind seeing um, Steve? Isn't Steve Arnott going out with another... He was Copper, seeing that. Or did she break yeah, up she, with him? Yeah. She apparently is is in this series as well. She features as well. They broke up when he was basically getting framed. Riding Lindsay Denton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that didn't go down too well, well as fair, it wouldn't. Fair enough. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, guys, I also, random line of duty fact, I didn't realise that they filmed, they film it they in film Belfast. They filmed in Belfast. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't they know that. They filmed the first season, I think, in Birmingham and then since then it's and apparently they all go for a curry together like to cast all the time they always are asking dead. they're I mean, like so what's the plan up? yeah and they all live beside each other in Belfast when they're there and they're all dead sound 
Belfast, the home of all the best shows, The Fall. Yeah. Oh. At Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Apparently they go and eat. They eat in Adrian Dunbar's house. What? Okay, he cooks for them. Vicky's flat is the fat where the flat where they go and learn lines, and Martin's flat is where they party. Oh my god, this is so cute. Mr. Vegas. Mr. Vegas, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. I would love to eat at Adrian Dunbar's house. And guys, this podcast is going to be around for a while because apparently there's a, the sixth series has already been commissioned. Oh my god. So we've got this upcoming series and then another one. And apparently Jed has, you know, he knows the show has a lifespan and he has some thoughts on how it will end. <gasps> Amazing. How some thoughts. So, mm. Brendan, what is coming up over the next eight weeks for Shrine? So, over the next eight weeks, well, there's your recap anyway. You should be up to date now, ready for Sunday. Or more confused than ever. Or more confused than ever. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I'm really sorry. Um, Sunday, the 31st of March. 9pm? Absolutely 9pm. BBC One. I'm coming Set in here with a top reminder. tip. Set. Oh. Okay. If you live in Ireland, this is presuming that we have a wide international audience, but <laughs> for people in Ireland, you will not get a show on the BBC. You'll not be able to rewatch it unless you record it. So go home tonight, yep. turn on your television and put a season record on Line of Duty because what happened with Baptiste, Brendan? I what happened with Baptiste? <laughs> <laughs> we were all going over I thought over I'd to series linked it and yeah. it, it, it wasn't and then if you don't have it recorded you can't get it we anywhere. had to watch episode 2 in Brendan's sitting room Brendan and we had, didn't to read know. I had to read out a reenact he had to reenact when you went on what website you go on you reenacted the I don't whole know. Digital spy. I didn't Thanks really bring us up to date so I don't know if he did a great job here today either but uh, basically yeah you can't watch BBC Player in Ireland Line of Duty doesn't seem to be repeated, so just watch it on Sunday night or put a season record on. Don't make the mistake that Brendan will never live down with Baptiste episode one. <laughs> he actually looks for you, but now he's he's saying it. <laughs> um, So we will be back after Sunday the 31st when the episode has gone out. We will be live tweeting during the show at Shrine of Duty. And we're going to make some memes. We're going to be live memeing. Live memeing, live tweeting. Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we will be back here after the first episode has gone out, uh, just to like review it all and chat about it, chat talk our about theories. It. If you guys send us in theories, we'll be reading them out and just talk about it. We'll probably do a little recap of what happens and just. Oh, I think we should pick our favorite, most shocking moment of the week every episode. Yeah, shocking moment of the week and maybe line of the week because there is some belt in one liners in line of duty isn't there line yeah. of the week what yeah. Jed said what Jed yeah. said I yeah. mean we've come up with a lot of segments here today guys it's going to be exciting I also think that we need to start playing that tape recorder when they're interviewing people though. Oh, <laughs> oh we do the tape recorder does that get I want to time that does that get longer in it does they're taking the piss they're definitely taking the piss it's like doing the Irish the Irish oral exam or the listening exam <laughs> around the quiz ah. yeah. <laughs> we'll go away and do some homework and hammer home some weekly features and be back next week ready to discuss episode uh, one of season five yeah in the meantime justice for DCI Lindsay Denton <laughs> and Adrian Dunbar please can we come to your house and please don't be evil in the series because no. we couldn't handle it oh I, I, I kind of would love it no no Brent. just Friends for the thrill of it all no. get out <laughs> Shrine of Duty there's only one thing I'm interested in one thing only and that's bent covers Shrine of Duty the official unofficial podcast The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. 
Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.